So I can't tell if it's recording correctly, but it's, you know, like the 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 volume thing is bouncing up and down. So I think it's probably That's what it's called. It's, it's called the volume thing. It's probably it's probably fine. Jim Davis is my name. The enormous truck that was making a lot of noise outside my house has stopped making a lot of noise. Aww. So. Oh, that's good news. Okay. Well, it's good news for our podcast. It might be bad news for truck enthusiasts locally. We do have a lot of listeners that are truck enthusiasts. I disagree. I think our listeners... Univer- okay, are you recording? Look, look. I'm recording. Um, John, looks like we're missing one summary, one synopsis here. Have you written that one already? No. But it's, you okay. know, it's fine. It's not for a few days. No, no, I'll, I'll write it real quick. Okay. Um, I'll start the podcast anyway while you're writing it? Uh, yeah, I think. You're listening to Being Jim Davis Beats the Stuffing Out of Egg McMuffin. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. Christopher, it's Monday, August 10th, 1981, and we're reading the 1149th ever Garfield. Wow, what a statistic. What happens in this one? <laughs> that statistic has really made me reconsider my Bayesian priors, John. <laughs> it's one, I don't know about one you. statistic. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, okay. What is that Look, saying about, like, like podcast, make, record one podcast episode about Garfield, it's a tragedy, record uh, 1149, it's a statistic. <laughs> when you think about it, though, John, mm-hmm. like, we've recorded 1148 podcasts about Garfield, right? It's true whether or not you think about it. And not a single one of them has related to uh, the strip for Monday, August 10th, 1981. So, like, based against on my all odds. Priors, yeah, I'm, it almost, I kind of feel like, like you're saying, oh, you know, the results of today's podcast are that it's about Monday, August 10th, 1981. I'd say it seems more likely that this is just statistical noise. I, I, I do need to apologize for that. I did not mean to suggest that today's episode would contain results. <laughs> Anyway, my we question have, We to have you, unorthodox methods, and we do not get results. It's true. <laughs> we, we definitely play by our own rules. <laughs> That's true. Um, John, my question to you is, mm. have you asked me what happens in today's Garfield? Because I was not listening. I did. I did. It got swallowed up. John, in today's Garfield, okay, look, here's the good news. This one doesn't involve blackface. And none of the characters literally commit genocide. That's about it. And the even better news is that the uh, spreadsheet is not loading the strip for some reason. So I don't even have yeah, to I'm look at it. I'm looking at the strip in a separate That, that makes my experience much more pleasant. It's true. It's true. Okay, John, panel but one. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume we have three panels. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to describe them to you now, John. Okay. Panel one, we've got a classic case of Nouveau Stan Calpo. Nouveau, new, what, what did we call it? New Calpo? Nouveau Nouveau Stan, Calpo. New Calpo? Yeah. Yeah. 
John Arbuckle at left, Garfield at right, countertop in the front of them. Garfield is standing up as if he's a fucking human being rather than a cat, which is what he is. Mm -hmm. John Arbuckle is looking off to the left dreamily away from Garfield. Got his chin in his hand there, and he's making dreamy eyes. Mm -hmm. They might even be sexy eyes. Yeah, I'm glad you caught that. They look slightly, like maybe like 10% sexy. Oh, I would say I. I you think, think higher? I think way higher. I think they're. I think they're at minimum twenty percent sexy. All right. I don't. Well, okay. Look, I don't look, really want to argue about that. So, John, I think you're right. If we changed the word "sexy" to "sensual," uh-huh. would you? Would that raise the percentage for you a little bit? I guess so. I think his eyes are at least fifty-fifty sensual. Anyway, he's saying, "I wonder where I should go on vacation." That's that's the thing that he's saying. Garfield is yep. is. Excited. It's the premise of today's. I think you probably mentioned that already. Yeah, I don't. I was gonna, but yeah. Uh, Panel two, same exact drawing, except for Garfield is gone, gone. and John is continuing his thought from a previous panel. And the shadow in the back is different, but we don't really talk about. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to mention that. He's bored of the shadow in the back. Maybe France or Spain. Ellipsis. Uh huh. And then what? What comes after? Ellipsis. Yeah. Panel. Panel three comes after. Yeah. Panel three. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. In panel three, Garfield has returned, and he is wearing a very offensive, stereotypically Mexican hat. You think this is offensive? I think this. I think this. This oversized and garishly colored sombrero is offensive. Yes, I think it's ostentatious. I don't know that. I don't know that. I mean, a thing can be both ostentatious look, and offensive. Look, Look, you tell me it's offensive. I'm not going to argue with that. I think you know, like I'm not going to say I'm, I'm not going to say. No, this look, is not maybe offensive. you're not offended because you love racism. I do. I do enjoy. Okay. <laughs> um, I find the hat itself delightful. It's. I mean, I guess. Okay, it's very big and colorful. It's ridiculous, and we all know that things are funny when they're too big, and when cats are wearing them. Yeah, cats wearing clothing yeah. is a is a great yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think this is an okay gag, racist or it's not. It's definitely a gag. Um, the 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 cat in this picture, this Garfield. this motion picture called Garfield, it's not uh, a motion picture. <laughs> understands the human speech and like you know he's trying to inception, eyes John w- mm-hmm. with with this you know destination of mexico with the hat i think you know i think it's it's reasonably well thought out as far as a you know conceit yeah no it's definitely i i'm glad that you i'm glad that you communicated to our listeners that today's strip of garfield presupposes that garfield understands human speech (laughs) I thought you were going to say some of them con- might not contains have a conceit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and so in panel uh, three, John Arbuckle is looking over at Garfield. Oh, yeah. Classic single take and saying, or Mexico. Oh, yeah. 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 Garfield is Important successfully detail. inceptioned John. Mm-hmm. Is it a dream within a dream within a dream? We'll never know because panel three ends today's strip yeah we'll never know because that's the end of today's episode of being jim davis which was Possibly. a thing oh listeners alert that you alert have been listening to listeners alert john has a pressing engagement in like an Low hour from now or less past few minutes 
So th- this week's episodes are going to be incredibly short. I don't. You John, don't need it, to say that, Chris. They'll the they'll notice. It. Joke, you can tell by how long it is by looking at the timer on your. They want to know why. Because the fun I don't, running. It's not. We don't need to tell them why. Cut this out. The fun running joke of all week is going to be that John is going to be trying to race through these episodes. I'm just going to quit well, if you keep doing this. I'm going to quit well, right now. I'll try quit to the podcast engage him right now. in a side conversation about the subsidiary characters. I'm serious. I'm going to quit the podcast right now if Honey, you don't I shut shrunk up. The kids. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, tell me more about this. <laughs> See, it's a subject that will entice him, are, and yet he really needs to rush. Why are we this. talking about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? I wanted to have a conversation about some of the side characters in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh God! <laughs> I think know. there's an ant in there. Is the ant a character? Yeah. How do you How do you feel Kimmy Robertson did portraying Gloria Forrester? I think the ant dies, and it's like Honestly, a it's an emotional beat. Honey, I, I, I have not seen it since mm-hmm. I don't know. The 90s. Listeners, the question for this week was, can I can I entice John to waste his time? Can we, can, oh, can we entice Rick Moranis to start acting again? That's what I really want to... If you love this show, uh-huh. you'll you'll show up at Rick Moranis' house. True. Berate his family. True. Force him to start acting again. Okay. Two points on that, Okay. John. Number one... My understanding of the situation is that Rick Moranis basically became a full-time father when his wife died, and that's why he's no longer acting. So, like, way to be an asshole to Rick Moranis. <laughs> I mean, no. okay, number two. That's right. Number Let's two. Get this over with. Number two. My big question going into this week was, how long will it take me to get John enthusiastically sidetracked on <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? despite the fact that he has a pressing social engagement in less than an hour. And I, uh, look, I knew it would happen eventually. I didn't realize it would happen during Monday. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis, Muncie, Indiana, and the Temple of... and maybe also the Tuesday episode and the Wednesday episode. I love that. Um, <laughs> um, I think our, our listeners were really excited about Haunting Humanities mm-hmm. last year. As well, they and should we're have exci- been. Yeah. Well, so and we're, we're excited to be joined again by Sarah Bishop. And John has also maybe gone away and become a ghost or something because he's not able to speak with us right now. That's sad. It is kind of, it is kind of sad when you think of it that way. Um Sarah, what is what is hap- tell us the basics. Yes. Like what is happening with Haunting Humanities this All year? All right, Chris. Well, Haunting Humanities is a science fair for the humanities with a Halloween twist. It is free <laughs> and open to the public. 
at Abe and Jake's Landing at 8 East 6th Street in downtown Lawrence on Wednesday, October 23rd from 5.30 to 9 p.m. I think it's Uh, open to everyone, not just the public. We did change the phrasing from free and open to the public to free and open to everyone. Which I think... Includes like incarcerated people or like. I think incarcerated people are ghosts. still members of the public, but. Yeah, ghouls. Right. It seems like ghouls would be included. I mean, um, is everyone more or less inclusive of ghouls? Yeah, that's a mm. good point. I mean, when I think of the public, I mainly think of ghouls. <laughs> Don't you, though? Yeah. Um, so yeah, doors are at five thirty. Uh, booths start mm-hmm. at six and run until eight p.m. We have a wide variety of booths this year, including uh, fun and exciting booths like a series of presentations on uh, spooky women in international folklore. Uh, what? Yes. This includes this is... La Llorona from Mexican folklore, who is afraid that right. uh, her children have been killed and is walking around crying through the streets of Mexico. Um, the Sukoyant, who is a uh, skin-stealing vampire uh, from Africa, and um, the, uh, uh, let's see, uh, a female wizard from <laughs> Slavic lands, uh, I can't even remember her name right now. Uh, but that it's really incredible. Is it, is it Baba Yaga? Uh, yes, it is Baba Yaga. Thank you. Um, All right. Good job, Chris. Uh, also. Wow. Deep pull. Good, good work. <laughs> uh, also, we have uh, a series of escape rooms. We have uh, returning oh, for a second year. Um, an escape mm. room based on a 19th century farmer who was hypnotized to murder his neighbor. You can solve the mystery yourself by participating. Uh, we also, from the same creators at Wichita State University, mm-hmm. have an escape room based on Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Don't know exactly the details, but it's going to be fabulous. Uh, we have an, a breakout box from the Kansas City Public Library about the Union Station Massacre uh, featuring Pretty Boy Floyd. Great um, massacre. That is one of the top massacres. One of the top massacres. It's a classic yes. massacre. Yes, very yeah. bloody. Um, also, <laughs> we have a uh, featuring a presentation from our own Dr. Richard Godbeer, the new director of the Hall Center for the Humanities. DJB. A uh, famed scholar of the Salem witch trials he'll be doing a presentation and then you get to participate oh, in a choose your own witch venture uh <laughs> <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> created by Sean Gullickson who is leading a honors um he's a faculty member who's leading an honors seminar about the Salem witch trials so his undergraduate students have created this fabulous interactive game um, at the same time, Wait, yes. Sarah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop Do. you right here. We're having this conversation on, I presume, Monday, October twenty first, twenty nineteen, a scant forty eight hours Just before a little Hunting before. Humanities mm-hmm. opens. I'm gonna assume that by this point, tickets have completely sold out, and people are scalping them on the streets of Lawrence. Like, how much 
What kind of a markup are our listeners going to need to pay I mean, if they haven't secured admission to Haunting Humanities Chris, already? this is the amazing thing about Haunting Humanities. It's free. <laughs> there are no the, tickets. Where? You just walk right in. You just walk right all the, on All in. the attractions you just described That's right. are That's free right. to all members of the public, including free ghouls? Free and open to everyone, including ghouls, mummies, vampires, you name it. We've got face it. Face painting is $5 this year. Aunt but Nancy's face painting is going to mm-hmm. be there this year. She does charge. I can't speak to the... <laughs> actual specific cost or really the quality but i'm sure it's gonna be great it's, it seems like if you're a mummy face painting is going to be impractical that's anyway true. because your face is covered in gauze that's true i mean i do want to point out that there is lots of fun there's lots of candy it's for all ages but we do have more serious booths as well including a booth on the history of the emmett till murder and what has happened to brian's grocery store in the wake of that murder uh oh wow yes, it's very serious we also that is that is no longer fun, fun but sounds really right. interesting we have to try very hard to balance our marketing between the fun and the serious well some some members of the public don't enjoy fun. Well, that's this mm, is for you. They this want to be depressed or want to concerned. think about serious issues at Halloween. Mm. Uh, we also have. Oh, look! If you're if you're listening to being Jim Davis, it's prima facie evidence that you do not enjoy <laughs> that's right. fun. That's right. I assume that's why we're marketing you are probably it here. depressed. I assume you give yeah. out periodically a suicide hotline number to all your listeners. <laughs> I, the way it usually works is when our listeners can tell that the prospect of recording a daily Garfield recap podcast for eternity is getting us down, they call in with suicide prevention tips. Uh, other serious this is a fast. This is an exciting I event. mean, we have okay. a booth created by Professor of Women, Gender, and Sexuality Studies, Katie Batza. Uh, about oh, cool. art created um, and inspired by the AIDS epidemic. Um, it's very moving. Oh, wow. It's very beautiful. It's sort of a photo- photography exhibit. Um, that's just—it's very gracefully done. Um, we also have a sort of uh, immersive presentation on the Lebanese Civil War and how that is being commemorated in the wake oh, of wow. that war in Beirut. Um, So those are some of the more serious presentations. And then at 8 o'clock, we bring everyone together Mm -hmm. and we're having a performance by the KU Chamber Symphony Orchestra um, of, you know, classic greats um, like Thriller. You know, (laughs) what you think of when you think of beautiful classical music. Um, And then we have... Uh, now this is a little secret just for uh, being Jim Davis listeners we will be having a flash mob dance performance too what what I always feel like someone but he's watching me How, what's the actual title of that song I always feel oh, like yes. somebody's watching somebody's me watching me and I have no privacy exactly uh, it's yeah, gonna be really song. really awesome and then that takes that about 15 minutes and you have 45 of... minutes I'm picking up on a certain 80s vibe to these musical, these classical music um, selections. Well, Thriller is performed by the Chamber Symphony Orchestra. Uh, 
I always feel like somebody's watching me is just recorded music with flash mob dancing. Uh, but there is a video that teaches you how to do the dance um, that you're going to participate in. So everybody can be a part of it. You don't have to be a good dancer. You get taught right there on the spot how to do the dance. And then we have 45 minutes of just buying drinks and chatting up your favorite scholar from the night. And remember. It's really fun. Being Jim Davis listeners, I will buy them a beer. If just come they, up to Jeremy. Just come he and might find me. Yeah. be dressed as Walt Witchman. No, I'm not doing that again. Oh. You're not? <laughs> what are you going to be? That costume was then? a flop. What are you going to be? Oh. Um, I'm going to be uh, Emily Dickinson. Nope. You can't be Emily Dickinson. I'm being the ghost. Of, you're going to be like live Emily Dickinson and I'm the ghost? <laughs> I'm going to be like a vampire Emily Dickinson. No, mm. he's not. There are a lot of, yeah, there are a lot of Emily Dickinsons in the no. haunting humanity. All right. I I'll know how many hoop dresses we have in this house and we have one <laughs> and I'm going to be in it. So Sylvia Plath. That would the be vampire good. Sylvia. No, you Plath. know that that's what Nicole Reese was last year. God damn it! She was Sylvia Plath. Didn't you see her? I was gonna. Okay, you know what? I will also say, if a being Jim Davis listener goes to Haunting Humanities, it sends us a photo. Send us a photo. Info at beingjimdavis.com of you at Haunting Humanities. I we will send you at John's expense. One of our n- fabulous new T-shirts, which were designed by Joe Rothenberg of Joe Rothenberg Animation. So fabulous! You guys haven't seen this de- design. It's a fabulous design of Jim Davis as Sisyphus Whoa. pushing a giant Garfield head up a hill through eternity. Cool. That seems pretty good. Yeah, it's going to be a great T-shirt, provided I get around to adding it to the T-shirt site. But if anyone go- if anyone sends us an email. Info at beingjimdavis.com with a photo of you at Haunting Humanities and your address. Mm-hmm. We will send you a free t-shirt. Anyone. That is a guarantee. Anyone. Up to up to 100. The first 100 emails. Love it. Well, you have to be a listener. Oh, you can't be German. Can you prove that? I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess if you say, yeah, okay, fair. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> eh, you, you got me. Well, thanks, Chris. It's been awesome. Um, no, thank you for coming on. Of course. And I feel like we owe you, and John in particular owes you an apology for not getting it, getting it together to have you on the on the program all you week. You should oh have gosh. her on. I'm glad you're on here weeks. to promote. She's really good. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're welcome. Oh, thanks. I mean, literally anyone is allowed to host this podcast at any time. But you're you're more than allowed. Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. Thank you. This is awesome. Would be delighted to have you on any time. Um, I offer no with thanks. With or without with or without your husband. <laughs> I offer no thanks. I'm deeply offended that you didn't make Fair. this happen appropriately. It's true. And
Mariana and the Temple of Doom. You can support the program by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or not doing that because doing nothing is, in a way, its own form it's of support, right? It's a choice. You're choosing to do nothing. Thanks for listening. Good night. Thank you and good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.